busy day for this man. We appreciate him taking the time uh, because he's the only one who has the guts on National Signing Day. Every other in-state coach just flaked out. This man has the guts to join us and uh, talk ball on National Signing Day. It is FAU Haggerty Family Head Football Coach Tom Herman here on ESPN 106.3. Coach, good to hear from you again. Uh, Stone was wondering, over the last two weeks, how much has Tom Herman slept? Yeah, I'm. I'm not scared to come on your show, Ken. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know who turned. I don't know who turned you down. But gutless. Uh, that's who. Uh, no, it, it. Every everybody needs to go on on your show. It makes a man out of you. You know, it's like like drinking whole. That's like right. Drinking whole milk. That, damn right. Like Put some hair on milk. you. That's a fact. Yeah, that's right. That's yes, right. exactly. Put some hair on your chest. <laughs> no. Um, no, it, I, don't, I don't even remember. What, what, what was the original? See, the, uh, so now you answered it kind of right there. Yeah, the sleep cycle. What's the Tom Herman sleep cycle oh, been like yeah, the last couple no, of weeks? Yeah, I'm a little delirious right now. <laughs> no, I, I think, yeah, I, I heard you lamenting about the calendar. It, it, it is, it's, it's a joke. Uh, and the, the fact, I, I can't imagine, this is the first year not going to a bowl game, too. So yeah. you're, you're trying to cram um, portal transfer recruiting, uh, finishing up your freshman signing class, keep your players, uh, go fundraise for your collective so you can keep and attract players. Um, and then normally you're, you're trying to get ready for a bowl game. So all of that, uh, the, the one positive though, Ken, very similarly to, to the previous uh, couple head jobs I had, um, you know, I, I went two weeks of, of making home visits to as many. And, and I think that the high school kids get robbed, too, because, yes. uh, you know, we had yes. so many midweek visitors uh, from transfers that I, I only got to home visit about half of our freshman class. And I, I that's, uh, that disappoints me uh, to no end. But, um, you know, the I think from a calendar perspective, it's just crazy that we expect this. I think, you know, the transfer thing is the one that, that really can't move. Cause I do think, you know, these, these kids, it does need to be in between semesters. Right, and right. so, um, rather, rather than trying to cram, you know, your freshman class in as well, you know, we should go back to, to February if you're going to have one day, but if you're going to have two, let's, let's do it maybe in August or something, you know, after those summer, uh, official visits. Coach, you kind of just answered my question. I was going to kind of give you the floor and then make you do your best Chip Kelly, right? How do you fix this? Is there anything else that you could add to the latter things you just mentioned and how to fix this whole thing? You said the calendar's kind of screwed. What would you do? Well, I I think what are we fixing? Are we fixing the calendar or are we fixing the influence of NIL mm-hmm. in recruiting and roster management? What, what which, which one of those pick. are we fixing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take uh, your pick. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I think the calendar, like I said, I, I think that's really the only way to manage it uh, for, for all parties involved, for freshman recruits, for coaches, and for, for transfer and, and transfer recruiting and um, what I'm finding out is, you know, uh, year in and, and year out, um, if if we don't if we don't spend money, if our collective, excuse me, or our NIL um, opportunities uh, don't exist, uh, there isn't a model uh, where you can win championships uh, with, without. Um, a really, really significant NIL package for your good players. And I'll tell you, because 
one, you say, okay, well, let's build the roster with, with some transfers and experience. Great. Uh, everybody else in America and their collective are, are offering the same thing. And so the, there's, there's a dollar amount attached to that. And you say, okay, well, we're going to go sign a great freshman class, which we did. And I, I love our freshman class, guys. This isn't a soap, wasn't supposed to be a soapbox moment. And we'll, we'll get to <laughs> we'll that. We'll get to them. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. But, but then the, uh, you go, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to recruit and, and develop. Our, our young guys, well, guess what happens? You got to pay them when they become good enough for you to win championships with too. So there isn't a model right now that exists uh, that you can win at a at a high level with, without uh, staying in that um, financial realm with your competitors. And the the farther we go down here, there. It's just going to be uh, recruiting and, and fit and, and education. None of it is going to matter. It's, it's who can pay the most. And, uh, you know, I get it that the, some of the Power 5 teams are going to have tens of millions of dollars a year in, in salary money. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm worried about competing uh, for the same recruits within our conference. And, right. and I want to make sure that FAU, that, that we can, uh, that we're competitive and, and have the same opportunities to, to have uh, the same talent level type roster that, that other teams in our conference do. Here with FAU head football coach Tom Herman on this oh, early signing that, day. That was a, I, I said a lot right there. I love it. No, I think it's fantastic. And I think that all everything you said there, uh, we're on the same wavelength. There's and teach it was tape. measured and it was common sense, which I think is severely lacking throughout college athletics uh, on a regular basis. So I appreciate well, it's all of that. Worse. That's the, the, the scary part is it's getting worse. It's, it's going to be, can you pay or can you not? Uh, in terms of who's winning and at, at all levels, that's the scary part. It used to be, you know, at, at levels like this, we were kind of shielded and, mm-hmm. and parody ruled um, at this level and you can kind of out coach out develop. Uh, but now when the big boys are buying your good players that you've developed and you can't spend enough to replace them with equal or better talent, um, you're you're not going to field a very good roster, and so the the time is now, and the the situation is becoming more and more dire. I do have a follow up to that, but I do want to get to the freshman real quick, and then uh, and the always great Tom Herman, who does not mince words, and we appreciate the hell out of that here uh, on ESPN 106.3. Uh, so early signing day, uh, I, we we obviously here we've covered this kid Michael Wright an awful lot at Palm Beach Gardens, and he is headed to Florida Atlantic, and uh, you have this this freshman class, and I don't want to uh, name anybody individually or ask you about anybody individually because I don't know where it's stands right now with uh, the letters of intent uh, coming in here uh, on this uh, this Wednesday. But we, is, we have all, all, the, all the freshmen. I can talk about all, all of the, the freshmen that, that we had planned on signing. So, yeah, you, you had mentioned, Mike, was there yeah. any, anybody else? Uh, let, let's just start with Michael, right? What, what, especially being the local kid right here in our own backyard, we're downtown West Palm Beach. He's about 10 minutes away, Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, what, what does Michael Wright bring to the, the FAU table? Well, he's, he's a guy, I, I want to commend our coaches and recruiting staff too, Ken. Um, you know, we, we kind of feel like in today's climate, you, it's much like the NFL where you're going to build the culture and the foundation of who you are as a program 
uh, through your young guys uh, in that locker room. And then much like the draft in the NFL and then much like free agency in the NFL, then when holes become apparent in, in uh, your roster, you, you go plug those holes with, with some transfers. And so you better make sure that your freshmen that you're bringing in are wired right. And mm-hmm. these guys, man, are they, and Mike is, is one of, of all of them. They are a joy to be around. They're competitive. They're great students. They, um, and, and Mike is, uh, you know, one of the best of those. I mean, he's a playmaker on the field. He's all over the place. He's not afraid to, to get physical in the run game, but, you know, can, can play in the secondary and, and play in the post and in the, in the back end really well as, uh, as well. So he fits the mold of exactly what we were looking for, not just from an athletic ability standpoint, but from a makeup and, and wiring standpoint, too. I want to ask you, I don't recall another German ever playing for FAU football. And God knows I've been here long <laughs> enough, but you have a 6'6", 285-pound lineman, Keon Rowe, who's coming in, a native of Germany. Of course he's coming in big beef along the O-line. How did that recruitment start and continue? Well, I, I kind of wish I knew, uh, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's the no, uh, it's the no sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we, we did not home visit Keon in, uh, in Frankfurt, <laughs> Germany. Um, but uh, no, uh, you know, Keon played American football, and he, he is uh, exactly what we look for in offensive linemen. Uh, we, we, we've always felt you, you want to recruit length and athleticism because we can't coach that, but we, we can put uh, we can put weight and we can put strength on a young man uh, and. That's Keon. You know, he, he, he's listed at 295 right now. When, when he committed to us, he was probably 265. And so he, he'll be an older freshman. Uh, he sat out this year to go back to Germany to go home and train with an O-line specialist in Germany. Believe it or not, those exist. Um, and we're excited he'll be here, uh, here in a couple weeks and be ready to go. Uh, and again, here with FAU head coach Tom Herman, early signing day. Coach Herman uh, hanging out with us here, Levicka Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. There's one name that I have heard over and over, and I've had people legitimately coach tell me, Ken, you're going to be saying this kid's name a lot during broadcasts over the next couple of years. And that's the the man out of Palmetto, South Florida guy, Sharquez Lee, the linebacker. Uh, I had someone tell me that he is just a mean, imposing, football player uh what what can you tell us about shark wesley the same yeah he, he's again great family um really a disciplined young man football is really important to him and just you know he he exudes uh, confidence but not arrogance you know he's um you know the guy that He's got Mike linebacker captain kind of written all over him. You know, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. Sure, sure. He, he hasn't played a snap of college football, but um, he he exudes all of those things that you want from an inside linebacker from an intangible standpoint. And then when you turn the film on, uh, you know, sideline to sideline, filling the A gaps, it, there, there's um, not a whole lot that that Charquez can't do. Go ahead, Stone. Yeah, Coach, uh, George Johnson, another name, too, one of our local guys here, Martin County, found his way up into Ann Arbor, Michigan, then to UMass, and now he's coming back home. What's to be said about him? Are you excited? He was kind of a five-tool guy when he was a little bit younger, but he's found himself on the offensive side. 
I can't comment on anybody that, that has first. not signed a letter of intent or uh, enrolled in classes. So transfers, unfortunately, maybe this is uh, actually educational for the listeners. Um, we're not uh, the, we're not bound, nor is the the student athlete bound, so uh, by anything in the transfer world. There's no letter of intent. There's no they can sign a scholarship all they want. Um, but until they step foot into a classroom yeah. on January 8th, uh, they, they can go wherever they want. So, unfortunately, I, uh, until that day, I can't, I can't talk about the transfers because there's nothing legally that says that they're ours just yet. So, again, Florida Atlantic has its freshman signing class in on this Tuesday. And as Coach said, every uh, every member of that signing class, they have their NIL in. They're ready to go. And I wanted to ask you a couple more things since it's been a while since uh, we've been able to catch up. And, again, FAU head coach Tom Herman. Uh, Lejante Wester, who is the second leading receiver uh, in the nation, he's into the transfer portal. And, I'll give you my thoughts on this, and I don't want to come off as cynical. I think it's more realistic, which also sucks, though. I I sort of assumed, just knowing how college football is, that Lejante, unfortunately, was going to end up in the transfer portal. You can only do so much. The staff can only do so much. In uh, this climate of college football, it was almost a certainty that was going to happen, and it's no knock on Lejante or anything along those lines, and I hope people don't take it like that i suppose my question for you is how surprised were you when lejante wester hit the transfer portal not not a bit uh lejante has been great with his communication uh with me lejante loves this place he loves us he's so appreciative um for you know our ability and our belief in him uh first and foremost and then our ability to to, to feature him and and um, allow him to, to showcase his skills. And so he's earned this opportunity to go see if there um, are some, some better financial options for him out there. I think he knows there, there are no better football options mm-hmm. out there for LeJonte Webster. Not none. Uh, um, you know, he, he's, uh, what is it, the devil you know, right? He knows yep. exactly what he's getting here, which is an opportunity to be the leading receiver in the country for the second year in a row or one of the top you know, two or three, um, and he knows exactly how this offense is going to work. He knows what the pieces are going to be around him, and so, and we're we're going to do. Uh, I I know uh, the the people here that support our program are, are going to do their best to to find ways to to make it worth uh, him to stay because I think we all know that um, again from a football standpoint, this is by far. Lejante would tell you the same. Um, that this is this is by far his best option. He's 18 hours away from graduating as well, and so we love him. But we also appreciate the fact that he's he's earned the right to, um, you know, see what his services uh, can can garner on on the open market, and hopefully, uh, you know, we we can uh, and and our people that support our program can be competitive in that area. Uh, so, so again, I just want to I, I want to clarify. You are at least a modicum hopeful that Lejante Wester could potentially be in an FAU uniform in 2024. I, I am. I, I am because I know how much this place means to him. I know how much we mean to him. I know how much he means to us. And 
um, you know, hopefully the delta between um, the two different financial options for him isn't um, enough to, to, to uh, draw him elsewhere. Uh, I want to make it abundantly clear, too, because there's a lot of FAU fans and a lot of influencers in the community. I'm not trying to... I really hope I, I, really hope I said all of that in the proper legalese. So, I, I, you know, I think that uh, I, I honestly, I think you're 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 fine, and I think I gave you an out with that as well. So I think everything is. <laughs> I know it's I know it's tricky and it's difficult, but again, it goes back to what we were talking about: how much this 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 climate kind of sucks when it comes to these things. But um, I will be the spokesman for Coach Herman here when it comes to uh, people, businesses, influencers in the community, FAU fans. You've heard Coach mention it a couple of times. NIL, NIL, NIL. There are ample opportunities to contribute to collectives at Florida Atlantic. There is, at at last count, three different collectives. All you have to do is go to FAUsports.com. There's three different collectives there that you can contribute to uh, that helps this process of competing in this climate of college football, of uh, bringing championships to Florida Atlantic. And uh, again, is it is it the, the best way to go about it in college football? That's to be debated. Is it necessary? Sure. And at Florida Atlantic, I think there's the resources to be able to do that, but there's got to be contributions to it. Does that sum it up pretty well? I think you did a great job. Great <laughs> job. And yeah, this, this is, there's no... Uh, lamenting here this this is a, a celebratory day sure, uh, sure. to celebrate the, the 15 uh true freshmen that are going to come in and, and help build a, a culture here uh, but but it is um a bit ominous i i think when when you look at the landscape and we're just getting started this slope is going to get slipperier and it's going to get steeper as well and so we we've We've got to, uh, you're right, we don't get to make the rules, but as I was taught as a youngster, you, you got to do business the way business is done uh, in, in order to, to survive. And um, that's what we're trying to do each and every day. And I, I appreciate your, your help in, in the, the plug there too, Ken. I, I, I really do. Uh, just out of curiosity, just because the, the high school schedule has changed so much because of the early signing day and a lot, of, uh, a lot of, of high school seniors are trying to get their credits in so they can get on campus early. Do you have a feel, an indication for how many in the signing class that's coming in today are going to be available for you come spring ball? I think close to half. I think we wow, counted nice. seven okay. that are that are all early um, graduates, uh, which is is remarkable. You're right because you know with an, a, a winter conditioning with our strength and conditioning program uh, and a spring practice, you know the, these guys that come in as, as early enrollees by the time training camp rolls around, they feel like sophomores. You know, and they 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 look, they act, they feel different than the true freshmen that get here in May. So we're, we're excited to have so many of them here early. Uh, Coach, really appreciate you taking the time coming on. Congratulations. I'm excited about it. I, uh, I, I love talking to you about it because you get me excited. You get everybody excited. This is a good day for FAU football. Uh, one final thing. It just Last year was such an expedited recruiting process for you. You come in, and it's immediately hit the ground, uh, and it hit early signing day, and then you go, and you head into the spring, and everything's real, real tight. I imagine it was easier this time around just based off of your evaluations when you came into the job and now after season one, uh, 
the the state of the 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 program last year. Did you feel like it would be that roster would be a little further along? Did you feel like uh, maybe just maybe uh, there was there's a little bit more work to do than what maybe you initially thought when you you laid first eyes on this thing? Yeah, probably. I I, I think the second option. You know, I, I I think probably a little bit more work than than maybe we we had anticipated, but. Um, haven't done this before, you know, uh, once at Houston and, and once at the University of Texas. Uh, every team gets it. They, they get it at different pace, paces based on, you know, where the program was when, when you inherited it. You know, at, at Houston, it was, it was pretty healthy, to be honest with you, and it was only a couple steps away, and we went 13-1 and one in our first year at right. Texas. Three, three straight losing seasons. We took over four and, and we eked out six wins uh, in year one and year two was when we, we kind of got it and won 10 games, beat Oklahoma, beat Georgia in the, in the Sugar Bowl. So I have that feeling here too. You know, we, we had a lot of, of stuff that, that needed to be corrected, changed, um, molded, um, adapted. And, and uh, now a year into it, we've got these relationships with this great signing class and, uh, we've got a really, really good core nucleus of guys that are coming back and bought in. And so really, really excited for, for you know, to, to get back to work when the, the guys get back here in January. When uh, when I'm at the uh, Boca Raton Bowl tomorrow, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, yeah, I'm going to tell myself over and over and over again that, hey, I remember, I'm old enough to remember when this FAU team went to Tampa and beat USF by 42 points. That's what I'm going to do uh, all night uh, tomorrow night during the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, Florida Atlantic football, big day, bringing in a bunch of impact freshmen. Coach, thank you again. Appreciate it. And we'll catch up again as uh, we get uh, closer and closer to spring ball okay all right ken happy holidays guys appreciate uh everything this year really do and uh as always man go out